Shotcast, episode 203. Yeah, let's go with that. That sounds like a nice, solid number. I'm your host, George Jimenez. Joining me today, Mr. Ryan Meisler. How are you? George, I am your father. That, no, that, that, is, <laughs> no, that is not continuity. That is, is, it, not that, that's not canon? That uh, is not is it the Shotcast Expanded Universe uh, that we're talking about now? Expanded so. Universe does not count. Kotar, nope, we don't give a crap. Nope, doesn't matter. We have, a, is... we, have a, we have a Jedi child with a beard. and uh... <laughs> Canon is whatever you want it to be. Hi, we're, we're both staff writers from DualShockers.com, and this is our silly podcast where we talk about video games and, and, and occasionally other nonsense. Uh, Ryan, some video games happened when, while we were away. Explain that to me. Uh, so yeah, games happened, other than Star Wars Battlefront, which we'll be talking about later, of course, but anyway, uh, so for new releases from this week, from April 19th to April 26th, 2015, we have Shovel Knight for PS4, PS3, and PlayStation Vita, uh, which I happened to pick up yesterday, so I'm happy about that one. Uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China for Xbox One, PC, and PS4. Sayan, oh god, this is a Japanese one. Sayonara Umahara Kawasi Plus for PlayStation Vita. Oh, every week there's always that one Japanese game I can never pronounce. Um, Nailed it. Ziggurat for PS4. LA Cops for PS4. Or La Cops, however you decide to see it. Uh, It's a French game. (laughs) La La Cops. Oddworld, <laughs> uh, I just want to point out, the box art for this game is a cup of coffee, a donut, a police badge, and a gun, and it just says LA Cops on it. It's, it's too perfect. So anyway, um, yeah, Oddworld New and Tasty for PS3, Shooting Love 200X for Xbox, uh, I think it's either Xbox One or Xbox 360, I don't know specifically, uh, Joy Joy for Ouya. Uh, there's still games that come out for Ouya, apparently. Uh, Infinity yeah. Runner for PS4 and Xbox One. Mario Kart DS for Wii U. Forgotten Memories, Alternate Realities for iPad. Dungeons 2 for PC. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse for PC. And then for next week, because uh, there are not a lot of new big releases, uh, next week for April 26th to the May 3rd, we have Shadowrun Chronicles, Boston Lockdown. I'm assuming it's DLC for Shadowrun. Uh, Shadowrun. Uh, State of Decay, Year One Survival Edition for Xbox One and PC. Uh, Omega Quintet for PS4. Broken Age for PS4 and PlayStation Vita. Uh, Project Root for PS Vita, PS4, and Xbox One. Sketch Cross for PS Vita. And Paper Mario for Wii U. I want to go with State of Decay on the Xbox One because I, I really like that game. But I think I'm really going to go with... I'm going to stick with State of Decay. I like zombies. How about you, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Shovel Knight. Uh, I picked it up because I didn't get to play it uh, last year when it first came out. Last year, Because last year was only on like PC, Mac, and Wii U. Now, uh, this week it's on all the PlayStation platforms, and then next week it's also going to be on the Xbox. Uh, Xbox One, I think, specifically. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. That, that's what it, like, I feel like a lot of people have really like said is, is pretty fantastic, so I'm excited to play it. Plus, yeah, I get to fight, plus, I get to fight Kratos, so, you know. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, That's and if you get if you get it on awesome. if you if you get it on Xbox One, you get the Battletoads. So, ooh, neat. Yeah, I, I, that game was like one of those. Uh, it was on my back burner like all of last year, and just never got around to it. So now that it's on one of the consoles that I'm actively playing, I'm like, all right, maybe I'll give it a shot. We'll see what happens. Uh, but Ryan, some some big things happened this week. If you are a fan of just Star Wars and Batman and and Fantastic Four. You mean you mean like you make uh, you mean like Han Solo behind you? Yes, I was. 
Han is excited. That is a young Han Solo because that yeah. the, the trailer showed that is that is a weathered Han Solo going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I, I still don't know how I feel about that. I mean, as excited as I was, I think the tape takeaway when I saw that was, "Ooh, Harrison Ford does not look good." I was like, <laughs> "It's like yeah," when he's like, "We're home, Chewie," and I'm just like, "Oh." He just looks like he's tired more than anything. Like, but I mean, I was like, he looks like he's like a hundred years old, and Chewie hasn't aged like a day, which was like, like... <laughs> in space, Han. Good lord. Oh. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer was out, and it looked amazing. And we were also treated to the oh wait, Wild Yaris has appeared. Wild Yaris has appeared. Oh, Wild Yaris. <laughs> and then get get the master ball. Oh, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Absolutely. I sincerely apologize, everybody. My son is uh, quite a little character. Yeah. Took a little bit unexpected to put him down, so. It's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, editor-in-chief of DoShockers.com, Mr. Yaris Gutierrez, welcome to the Shockcast. Thank you, thank you. Happy to be here, guys. How are you guys doing? Good, good. You came in at the most opportune time. We were just talking about the Star Wars trailer and how insanely awesome it was, and, uh, and, and how old Han Solo was. So what do, what, how do you feel about uh, Han Solo aging? Uh, it's actually quite sad, to be honest with you. I mean, he is <laughs> Han Solo, so... But I won't let, I'm probably the biggest Star Wars fan you'll probably run into. Uh, but I watched the trailer like 40 times, and I have my own little uh, theories about the trailer itself, but I'll reserve that so I don't spoil anything. Who's the Who's the Sith? Who's was it? Rylo Ren, Kylo Ren, Ky- Kylo, Kylo Ren. Ren, yeah, Kylo Ren. Who's Kylo Ren? Who Who is he? Nobody really knows necessarily. I mean, it's a lot of theory behind him being a Sith uh, artifact collector. If you notice in the beginning of the uh, the second trailer, uh, you see Darth Vader's helmet, um, and some people are speculating. Well, you can actually see there's a little pedestal back there that he's he's pretty much picking it up from its, from the pedestal itself. So uh, a lot of the artifacts that you that are being collected are Sith artifacts apparently from him, so he's pretty much a good, like a like a Sith fan, like a hardcore Sith fan. And he's a Sith. He's a he's every Star Wars fanboy. <laughs> pretty much, except he's Sith. But um, from my understanding, though, he's not the. I mean, he is the bad guy, but he's not the bad guy. So he's not the Sith Lord per se. Right. He's the he's the Darth Maul. Of is story. he gonna? Yeah. yeah I was, is he gonna take off the mask? It's just gonna be Darth Maul again, and everyone's gonna be like, ah, like. <laughs> Still I, I, I'd be happy if it was more uh, Galen from uh, The Force Unleashed, but that's highly unlikely. Yeah, please, no. I want to see some Ahsoka Tano. That's what I want. Yeah, Disney got rid of the, the expanded universe. It doesn't count anymore. So. Show well, <laughs> yeah, that, that's very true. Well, man, I think anything after Return of the Jedi, I think they got rid of. Uh, Anything, Anything in the books, I think. Uh, all, most of the book stuff they got rid of. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, we, don't well, need any, minus, we don't need any of this. I think minus uh, Old Republic stuff. I think that still uh, holds true. Except for example, like the Star Wars. Uh, I know for a fact the Star Wars Clone Wars series. That's actually still a part of the storyline. But anything, yeah, anything, so, yeah. anything after Return of the Jedi has pretty much been put in the shitter. So. All you fans, well, I'm actually kind of happy to to hear that because they kind of overpowered the hell out of Luke. He was like a god, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, this guy like force force pushed or force did some force something something to an entire army, pretty much blew them all away. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the expanded universe. I I love going to those wiki like uh, Wikipedia rabbit holes of just like just going deep, deep, deep and learning about like <laughs> Jaden Solo, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. this, this is all really bad. Wow. 
but yeah, but most importantly, out of this whole big uh, Star Wars announcement, was uh, they we saw Star Wars Battlefront, the trailer of what they claim to be in-game engine footage, which I call probably bullshit. But man, that made my butt tingle when I saw just the little speeders I, and X-wings and. The, the I, believe it, I, believe it, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it's in-game, but not definitely not gameplay. Like that is not gameplay at all. I mean, if, even if even if it is gameplay, it'd have to be on PC, high like high settings kind of things. I'm not saying it's on that you can't do it on PS4, but I sincerely doubt it. It's yeah, just I, a, a marketing would, ploy. I would feel like it's something like The Order, where it's like really, really nice looking in-game cutscenes, and then they kind of transition into gameplay. Like at the very most, I feel like it would be like that, but. But without the letterboxing. Yeah, without the, without the letterboxing. Oh, I hate how like every 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 shot guys we always come back to like how disappointed we were in the order and like oh man that letterboxing drove me nuts and people are like yeah, oh, just, no, just, I, was, I, I, I actually I actually, I actually per, I was okay with it in the order it drove me nuts in the evil within like that's where I I preferred it way more in the order I feel like because there wasn't as much stuff as like you had to look around in in the order as you did with evil within so it didn't really bother me as much but. Yeah. Yeah, but the the letterboxing, you know, the the explanation was like, oh no, it's for cinematic purposes. Like, no, this is for technical purposes. Meaning, if this game was not letterboxed, <laughs> this game would not pass. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah, we found that out in the Evil Within when they was like when they modded out oh, the letterboxing. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this game doesn't work. Sorry. I I tried it. Yeah. I when I when they added that to Evil Within, I tried that, and the game ran like five times slower than it did before. <laughs> so I had to just, all right, I'll keep it on. So. Wow, I haven't tried that. Something I need to try. I've actually played the Evil Within. I haven't played the Order yet. I'm 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 kind of in the middle of, of playing the order. I have yeah, quite the backlog of games. Yeah, it's it's quite a mediocre six hours of gameplay. But uh, <laughs> but, but back but back to Star Wars. Uh, no, a couple of things. No space battles. They've announced it's everything is on 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 some sort of Terra on a planet. So it's not like that old uh, that that I think Battlefront three when it was canceled uh, they showed a bunch of footage Battle- of like oh you're leaving after, leaving a hang the one that got canceled by Pandemic Games Battlefront two uh, Battlefront two had had standalone space battles in it yeah uh, but yeah. that was the one where you can go from spaceship to spaceship right and then there's nonsense in the middle where you had to take over you had to board each other's ships yeah something like that yeah yeah that that won't be there so sorry. Uh, but we'll we'll have another It's like I I get kind of flustered when I talk about Star Wars. This is how excited I was with those stupid trailers. It was a good week to be a Star Wars fan last week because there was so much nice stuff happening. It was kind of a good week to be like a fan of just kind of everything because when uh, the Batman vs Superman trailer came oh, out, I'm like, oh, and I was like, oh, and it, and it landed yeah. with a thud. Uh, you know, I I liked it. It's it's it looks like a very Zack Snyder movie. Well, I mean, it's. I think they released it at a, at a wrong time. I mean, when you release it right next to Star Wars trailer being released, people are going to be like, oh, okay, it's Batman or Superman. But then you see Star Wars, and like, oh my gosh, Han Solo, wrinkled chin, <laughs> wrinkled neck, gray hair, what's happening? Yeah, I think, uh, if, I think if they released it, like, maybe a couple weeks from now it would have been okay. But, like, you know, launch it two days after Star Wars or however was probably not the best move, but... Yeah, he's so... We, we're in agreement that they're so killing off Han Solo in that movie. I, I just don't see Harrison Ford coming back for... Well, they, uh, they're going to kill him off, or he's going to kill himself off. It's, one of those is going to happen. I mean, this guy's prone to accidents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's too busy flying airplanes. I'm like, dude, you... I, I'm like, does he think he's Han Solo? That he's actually, like, flying different aircraft into just fields and stuff? I'm like, dude... I'd do dude, it if I was him. <laughs> like, we can't... Yeah, but we can't lose you, Han. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, I, not to go into a tangent, but, I mean, this, again, 
a lot a lot of people speculating stuff with uh how, what happens to Hanzo. But again, no, I don't want to jump into that. But yeah, well, but, uh, but yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. There's first and third person cameras. It's uh, made by Dice, so you know this. In lieu of having an actual Battlefield game that's good, we're going to have a Battlefront game with Star Wars people on it, which I I'm really a fan of. I'm excited, yeah. yeah. And uh, they said no single player campaign. It'll just be pretty much multiplayer only. Yeah. And totally yeah, and 40 players sounds pretty cool. So. And then also it's going to tie into uh, some of the some some things in the movie. So in The Force Awakens, you saw that big Star Destroyer in the sand. Yeah. And apparently you will play a stage in the in Battlefront that explains how that particular Star Destroyer ended up... Really? Not... Yeah. That's so pretty cool. It's there. So I'm like, I, I like awesome. those, those yeah. little times. I think well, I know, really yeah, cool. I know they said there will be that DLC map that takes place on Jakku, the, the new uh, that new planet that was in the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. like, the, like the Tatooine-looking planet, but that's not Tatooine, apparently. So... Uh, so yeah, that'd be cool. I'm sure because it's releasing right before, uh, about a month before uh, Force Awakens comes out. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of cool stuff like that they'll throw in. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, Giuseppe wrote an interesting uh, editorial about like, fine, if we can't space battles, just give us another X-wing versus Tie Fighter, and I was no, no, totally no. on board with that. Honestly, I want, I want, I want a new Rogue Squadron. Like that's all I care about. Just right. give me if we're talking Star Wars games here, guys, I I definitely lean towards more of a Knights of the Old Republic three. Just my personal preference. You know, you know what? I, I, I would I would go with you, Yara, so we just got the MMO, so I feel like the Knights of the yeah. Old Republic name, they might stay away from that for a while. I, I, yeah, I don't think it I performed kind of, as well as it wanted to, so it's like, let's 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 let Knights of the I Old Republic sit for a bit. I kinda of feel yeah, I kinda of feel like Old Republic basically was like Knights you know, Knights of the Old Republic three. So but uh yeah, but I mean well there's also the uh, Amy Hennig uh game that they're working on as well, like the the adventure game. I don't really know much about it, but yeah, I'm hoping it's the it, they're doing something with some of the assets from Star Wars 1313, and it yeah. becomes, becomes kind oh, of like. I'm so mad canceled that game. I'm I'm sure that will come back in one way, shape, that's, or form. I kind of feel like this will be her Uncharted, but it's Uncharted with Star Wars people. That, that's kind of what I feel like this game probably will be is kind of like the bones of 1313, just kind of shifted into something else. So that you know, which I that that would be totally awesome if they did, because 1313 looked really cool. I was disappointed that they. Uh, but man, like, like I'm sorry, but like Rogue Squadron was like my favorite Star Wars game ever, and I would kill for a new one because it would look. I mean, basically, Battlefront's gonna be like a Rogue Squadron esque game, but like I would just love like that type of game where it's just space battles and you know just uh, vehicle like spaceship focused. It'd be so much fun. Well, maybe it'll go with the uh, you know maybe it'll coincide with the release of uh, the Rogue One, that standalone Star Wars. Uh, George, don't make me don't make me cry. I'd be so oh, I'd be so sad. Man, oh, God. I saw that. I'm like, is this gonna be like a Top Gun but Star Wars? I'm like, I'm, that'd be pretty I'm, awesome. I'd be okay with that. That'd be awesome. So, is is everyone okay with a Star Wars Masters of uh, Tarakasi sequel? Maybe, maybe it's just another bad Star Wars fighting game. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was actually, a, that's a, oh that's my a gosh, cut. wasn't that for PlayStation? Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was an original oh, PlayStation one. Gosh, that was horrible. I was saying, the only thing that would make me happy here is if they brought back Star Wars Racer and they did another pod racing game. That would be, that'd be awesome, too. Because Star Wars Racer was an awesome game. That was, that was a fun one. You know, as much as people hated the game, I kind of liked The Force Unleashed. I mean, it wasn't the best game I've ever played, but it was a decent game. I mean, I, yeah. I want to see more. I want I want to engage in more lightsaber fights. I'm a huge lightsaber fan, so if you can make a game that has more lightsabers, I'd yeah. be pretty happy. Yeah. Even a Jedi Outcast sequel. 
Oh man, just bring back Kyle Katarn, man. That'd be he's a Kyle boss. Katarn is yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean there've been some there've been some pretty bad Star Wars games, but there've also been some really really good ones too. Oh yeah, I mean for every good Star Wars game, there was literally thirty bad ones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty, pretty accurate. Pretty like I, if, if you go to the Apple Store right now and just type in Star Wars, there's literally 30, 40 Star Wars games on there that are just like card collectible games. Uh, there's that dumb. Uh, uh, that Clash of Clans type Star Wars game, though I think it's called Force Commander or Battalion Commander or something. Force Commander. Uh, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's Star Wars Commander. Commander, that's what it is. Yeah, and, and, it's on the and, Windows and, Store too. Yeah, and that's yeah. an and that's an energy based game where it's just like and you know Star Wars is one of those franchises. It, it's that it's like uh, it's like Clash of Clans or like something yeah. like that basically. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, Star Wars has that that uh, that uh, that thing where just if you put something with the Star Wars branding on it, it'll sell a billion copies or dollars. Oh, Jorge, hold on, hold on, hold on, oh, oh, George. Oh. I mean, what the where did you get that that Han Solo? Oh, are you just uh, are you just tuning in now? That's uh, yes. that, was, that was my 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 housewarming gift. Uh, so uh, so oh yours, you you've been away. You've, we've not caught up in each other's lives at all. So I, I recently moved into my girlfriend, and this was my gift to her because she's a big Star Wars fan. We got each other apartment gifts for each other. So I got her a Star Wars standee, something that's I can enjoy as much that's as possible. Awesome. So that, that, that's a gift to him, to Kelsey. So, you know, I was like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, yeah, so that, that's, that's him. Yeah, he keeps, he's, well, I'm, I'm pretty jealous. I, I can't have that in my house. My wife will probably burn it and... Um, yeah, you know what? We had we had a housewarming party recently, and a lot of my guy friends were like, "Oh, are you lucky son of a." Yeah, you are lucky. You're, you're lucky. Your like, wife loves Star Wars. My wife, <laughs> she she tolerates it. Well, it's a girlfriend, so don't, don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Still, right. shit just got it's real. a good start. Shit just got you. Shit just got real. But uh, George, come on, George's wedding with Kelsey is gonna be like the end sequence of uh, A New Hope, where it's the big like you know award ceremony, and then they're gonna come dressed in as Chewie, Han, and everyone, and. Someone will come in and put the medals <laughs> on them and everything. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh god. Uh, or no, but, I'm sorry. It'll be like Return of the Jedi. It'll have the big Ewok song at the very end that you know that they'll dance to. So. They were playing drums on those stormtrooper helmets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Good. It'll be like that. Be so good. I prefer the Naboo party. <laughs> the Naboo party. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this podcast. Just the Naboo party. But yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually looking through the. Uh, I don't know why I'm fascinated with uh, Masters of uh, Terracasi. I don't know. It's got the little two little indents on the A, uh, the little things above the A. So I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's right. So. Yeah, I'm just looking at the characters that you can play, and yeah, they got like Luke, Darth Vader, Han Solo, Chewbacca, but then they also have Thok, a Gamorrean guard, and Hor, a Tusken Raider. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that was a senseless game. I remember playing the demo. Actually, oh, thought, actually, I actually thought it looked pretty awesome because it was PlayStation. But um, yeah, I remember playing it and being very disappointed. Oh man! I... My gosh, that's ages ago, George. I mean, I'm 31 now, so probably 14 when the game came out. Yeah, I was, I was, I was a kid too when that came out, and I was like, "This is amazing," <laughs> and not realizing how like there's a certain age where you just don't realize how bad games are because maybe yeah. a it's just like you know what I have no money. Like the the fifty dollars I could scrounge up to buy this game. This game's gonna last me all summer because that's all I can. That's all I can afford. George. Yeah. But but man, when you in hindsight, you're like, oh, this is terrible, terrible I, life. This game. this game came out seventeen years ago, guys. <laughs> seventeen years ago. Yeah, I was twelve. My I, gosh. I <laughs> was 
eight. Not born yet. I was, no, I was, no, I was, hey, I was eight years old, okay? Um, no, actually, I remember um, when I was younger, there was a PlayStation game that came out right around when Phantom Menace came out. And yes. it, was, it was like a straight, and it was a terrible game. That the, the adventure, that thought, action adventure yeah, one where you could like, go was into town and, and you, oh, you didn't have enough uh, credits. Right, you had to yep. go earn credits to leave to go, or yeah, something. It was, no, to leave Tatooine, you needed credits yeah. because we don't take Republic credits here, Qui Gon. I, <laughs> I think I can never get off Naboo. Like the first time you go off to Naboo, but that that game, like I, I thought it was amazing as a kid, but I think I played it like a, a year ago, and it was terrible, and I regretted yeah. it. And I was. <laughs> well, it's the absolute worst. Uh, but I think a more recently bad Star Wars game was the um, Kinect Star Wars. You guys remember that? Did you guys have that? Yeah, I did not play it. I've seen it. I've heard about it. I did not want to touch it. Oh. I always the the one the one Star Wars game that I think I've always wanted to get was the um, there was the one uh, arcade one. It was by Sega where you had like a joystick and you would do like there was like a Hoth level and uh, the Death Star. Oh, I, forget, I was, think Star Wars trilogy. I think the arcade. Yeah, I think Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I would like. I don't care how much it would cost. I would love to get one of those cabinets and just have it like in my house. It'd be awesome. <laughs> well, the um, at Comic Con they had the Star Wars Battle Pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was awesome. You, you climb into a little a literal pod, and it shakes and it vibrates and it does all that, and then it, it looked really good. Like I, I forget that there's still places that arcade games exist and like arcade cabins because they're so like not in my universe yeah. anymore. But man, if I knew where a Star Wars battle pod was, I would probably be there every other weekend and just dumping. Just play it. Yeah. It's a, yeah, and using all the quarters I meant to use for laundry, just. Playing Star Wars Battle Pod, so I can like put my, uh, you know, I can put ass, so, like the leaderboard on there. So you would ju- you would just have dirty clothes for like a month, but it'll be worth it. So just, just buy new clothes, Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a boss. Just buy new clothes. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think it's fair to say that we are excited about a Battlefront. Yay! Yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Of course. I mean, I, I mean, once they showed Darth Vader, Darth Vader whipping out his lightsaber, I literally got from my office chair at work and applauded. Slow clapped. <laughs> I uh yeah I'm excited for it. I mean they haven't shown a lot of what the actual game is gonna look like. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm E3, sure yeah. I'm sure E3 that's gonna be their big game easily. Like out of everything they have, that's gonna be the yeah. biggest one. I'm I'm hoping it's playable on the floor. Like I want I want 40 stations so people can try like 40 on 40, you know, 20 on 20 combat or something. Like that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Because that's gonna be the right way to show that game off in like the wild. Is no, you yeah. need to get people in a match. I, you know, it makes me wonder because Darth Vader was in the in the in the teaser. If they're gonna have that element of like, you know, when you do well enough, you can kind of, hey, now you're Yoda or now hey, you're Darth Vader. Yeah. Like, well, because they, they also showed Boba Fett, so they're definitely bringing back the heroes uh, characters right. again. So. Yay, Boba Fett. I'm not a I'm not a fat guy. What? That's blasphemy. Okay. No. Okay, George. Fett, okay. The oh. worst bounty hunter. <laughs> Boba Fett is one of those people that has, like, he's got a cool backstory, a cool look, but his appearances in the movies were kind of like, oh. He, you, he, he also fell into a giant hole with teeth, you know, and, and died, so... A plant hole. He fell down a plant hole, all right? You mean kind of like Darth Maul in Episode One, yeah. who was supposed to be like, the most badass Sith ever, but he, like, did the, the stupidest mistake you can do is yeah. jump he over lost, a Jedi. He, he, oh, no, lost, actually, he lost to uh, uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan jumped yeah, over I, him, and he decided not to throw his lightsaber in the air. He's an idiot. Yeah. He deserved to die. <laughs> yeah, Star I mean, Wars is great hey. about making like badasses who really just are not that great. Yeah, I mean, Obi Wan did the same trick on Anakin, and look what how that worked. So yeah, Anakin pretty much lost a leg and the arm. <laughs> 
I, I, that, yeah, the Anakin. Uh, but God damn it, Anakin. he did. He, like, he had the higher ground, so. Yeah, he did, and like they really, <laughs> really stressed that. I'm like, this is a game. Where, this is a game with space, a, a movie with space wizards, and really now we're gonna get like really tactical. Be like, no, I have the higher ground. You can't beat me. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Like but that, that made Darth, that made me appreciate Darth Vader less watching. All right, Anakin. yeah. Look before before I go on for an hour about how terrible Revenge of the Sith is. Let's move on because I'm just gonna I'm gonna get so mad and leave after this. So. Well, yeah. Who knew the, the the greatest Sith Lord was actually just an angry teenager? It's not worse than the first movie. Folks. No, no. I would. I'm sorry, but I would easily watch Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones over Revenge of the Sith any day. Revenge okay. of the Sith. Okay, Ryan. Okay, Ryan. Okay. Now I know you're trolling. I know you're trolling. You know, it's, it's, I'm serious. Because Ryan, Ryan was like 13, serious. and that was his first Star Wars movie. No, so of course he's excited about Ryan. 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 <laughs> Ryan. Stop with the stop with the bullshit, Ryan. Okay. No, I'm, I mean, I'm dead serious. That, that little kid, that little horrible. Anakin in the first epi- in episode one, I wanted to strangle him. <laughs> so, so wizard, and then yeah. they spent forty minutes pod racing. What the fuck? And I wanted, yeah. and I wanted to strangle Darth Vader when he yelled no for three minutes in the most <laughs> awkward, like stupid fashion possible. Okay, I'm it's sorry. Like, I'm it's like I said before. We want to before we go off to a tangent on here. You can't really blame the actors; you have to blame the director, and that was George Lucas. He didn't have to go no over no. He could have done it a different way. Like he put in the, he put in the script. He directed the actors what to do and what to uh, say. Like, I'm, I, you I'm know done. what? In I'm the done. end, I bl- I blame us. No, right. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, hopefully JJ uh, remedies our uh, Star Wars woes with uh, I have faith. Force Awakens. <laughs> he he could be the chosen one. I have faith. All right. So I, I guess we're are we done talking about Star Wars? Yes, I'm oh, done. We're never done talking about Star Wars. I know, no, no. I mean, I mean let's, just, let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Yaris. Sir. My my favorite citizen out of Utah. Gosh. <laughs> next next to next to Carmelone. Don't say that to Utah. Too loud. And, and Mormons. <laughs> and more. No. Y- Yaris. <laughs> no, no, nope. Let's, Yaris, let's, let's, not, let's not even touch that. Let's not even touch that. Uh, <laughs> that bit. So. So Yaris, being a uh, editor in chief of DualShockers.com, a, a video game site about video games, uh, we we went through a site design, a new site design. There's some yeah. changes. If you go to DualShockers right now, if I go right now to DualShockers, you will be snow blinded with white, and you will be burning into a bunch of bugs. Yeah, yeah. Could, could, care, do you care to go into uh, what, what brought in the, the site design? What, what was yeah, the I mean, goal? obviously, tension. Where are we heading? What well, is the future of DualShockers? Absolutely, is it, more is happy. Fire. I, I mean, should I be worried? Uh, no, absolutely me. not. I mean, one of the things that I think you see when you go to a lot of gaming sites is that you're pretty much bombarded with content that your eyes are don't care to see. Um, obviously, right now we're going through a transition where we're trying to be a little more minimalist in what we show our readers. But yet, provide them with content that they come to. They, they obviously come to the site and enjoy. Um, and by doing that, we obviously throwing a lot of white on there, and, and that's because we pretty much wanted the, the the colors or the contrast to be the content itself. Um, and that's that's what we're steering towards. Um, if you, for example, if you go into the post page, which we're modifying a bit um, and adding recent posts, uh, you'll see that there are no sidebars, which people are complaining about, which is kind of ironic, but it's because we really don't want to distract the reader from what they're wanting, wanting to read, which is the content itself. Um, and it's hard to transition into that or for people to get used to it because they're already used to one specific style of blogging, right. and that's just seeing a lot of stuff on one page. And we're trying to break the mold and steer away from that 
not be the traditional or these, you know, the stereotypical uh, blog, like, not to throw them under the bus, but, you know, because everybody does their own thing, but, like, you know, IGN, you know, you have GameSpot, you have Eurogamer, they have just have too much stuff going on one time, and we really just want the focus to be the content and not everything else. Yeah, not the ads or anything like that. But yeah, right, exactly. Still, still some kinks being worked out, and of course... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of bugs. I mean, one thing I'm encouraging is community feedback and, you know, obviously staff feedback as well. Um, and it's not to say that we're not going to make changes. We're listening. We're taking every single piece of feedback into consideration and assessing what we can do to change things, make things a little more, a little better and easier for people to accept. But the fundamental design itself is not changing too much, but... We are going to make some adjustments to uh, how white the site is, for example, and you know uh, font sizes and things of that nature. Yeah, and, that, and, that, and if you're listening, make sure you check out the post. That way, if you have any feedback or comments, definitely there. And we are listening. Uh, there are tweaks. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but it's not as easy as hitting a switch to nicer looking website and then nope, there it is. Like no, it's a, there's a lot of moving yeah, parts in place. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, again, it's it's. it's it's difficult because you're introducing something that, again, people are not used to. You know, it's kind of like giving a vegetarian meat. That, you know, they're, they're not going to like it at first until they try it. And once they get used to it, they'll start liking steak. But In what torture place are you forcing, force-feeding a vegetarian meat? I'm just curious. What is going on in <laughs> the wife. house? My wife. My wife. Just keep eating. I don't care how chewy it is. You'll enjoy it. It's dry. I made it, I made it well done for you to suffer. <laughs> just chew on it for days. Like, I don't. But, I don't care. I don't care if it's vegetarian bacon. You will like it. <laughs> yeah, vegetarian bacon. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It is a very. Uh, it's a tedious process transitioning from one design to another because again, people are sort of just so used to that one that one design and change. You know, human nature and human nature change is not always a good thing. People don't accept it very well. Some people embrace it. Some people hate it. And it's just pretty much you know, as somebody that has to steer that in that direction as a leader, I guess. You pretty much have to make the right choice of, you know, do you stick to your guns or do you listen to community feedback and just, you know, do what everybody says. And my 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 response to that is usually, you know, Steve Jobs wouldn't be where he was. That's what I compare myself to Steve Jobs, but, you know, Apple wouldn't be where, 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 it, where it is or where it was um, by, you know, listening to everybody else. They just have to, you know, trust their gut and go, to, and go just go forward. That's exactly what we're trying to do. That explains all the white. I see it now. The Steve Jobs comparison, the Apple. Oh, like, gosh. You know it. You are Apple store or website, Yaris. Soon, <laughs> if there's any trouble, you can reach out to a genius. I, I, I prefer Linux over Apple, folks, just enough FYI. I'm your genius, Ryan. How can I help you today? <laughs> You'd actually look like a Mac genius. Ryan, actually, you too, George. Yeah. I've got, yeah. Actually, George looks like a, like a Dominican in Calcatarn. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That made my night. Uh, but yeah, if you have any feedback whatsoever, check out the site and uh, you know, leave, leave us a little note comment there. And then yeah, stuff, you know, stuff, stuff, yeah. stuff will happen. It'll, it'll Absolutely. Fix. Feel free to curse us out. I mean, a lot of people are doing that already. Um, you know, just just give positive feedback. You know, obviously, like I said, uh, we're making adjustments continuously on the site. We just want to improve the experience for you guys. Not we're not doing this for us. We're doing this for you. So anything that you see, you feel might benefit the site or make it stand out a little more, look better, read better. Throw in the comments. We'll you know we'll jot it down and we'll talk it over. Yeah, just you know, give any criticism. Just put it in between two compliments. That way, it's like, there we oh, go. I, Nobody has I, but her feelings. Yeah, exactly. I almost cried yesterday, actually. <laughs> I can imagine that you know when something hits over like a thousand comments, you're like a uh, hundred comments, and you're just kind of like, all right, this is 
all right, you just have to like brace yourself and be like, let's see what this is about. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and again, it was someone's, someone's, somewhere positive, somewhere not positive. Yeah. You know, but again, yeah. that comes with the territory. You just you just have to roll the punches and you know take it for what it is. Yeah, criticism is not a bad thing. The idea is just being able to parse through exactly and see, like, what, what's a valid criticism and, and what's just someone saying, you changed something exactly. that never actually belonged to me. Exactly. I'm mad at you. Spot on, George. Yeah, that, it's internet, you know, like, it's not like the, it's not like your MySpace page where you can just, like, oh, HTML code backslash black, and now it's black. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's not that easy, but, like, I mean, my, my it, can, it, can, it, it, it can be. I mean, again, I mean, the, the overall, the facade itself is actually not too difficult to change, per se. It's really more uh, the functionalities. That that stuff is a little, you know, more tedious. And, I mean, you know, obviously people are complaining about, hey, the menu bar. The menu bar no one used? Okay, yeah, sure, we'll put it back. Well, exactly. <laughs> There's that, but there, the reason we, we went with this design specifically and where we're making alterations is because um, Google's own markup pretty much encourages that sort of, that kind of design. So if, if you do your research, if you Google, Google's actually their own uh, templating engine uh, uses pretty much the same style of uh, design that we're using. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and a lot of the changes we made were obviously more for mobile, again, and not to say that we don't appreciate or cater to our desktop users, but the majority of our readers are coming from mobile devices. So we have to cater to two crowds. And, you know, we're, we're trying to adjust it so that PC users are, you know, don't have 20, you know, like 400 pixels of white space. So we're, we're adjusting the viewport a bit. And, you know, again, we're getting stuff situated, so hopefully we'll make everybody happy. Awesome. And there, there you have it, guys. That was the that was the Shocker Webmaster update. <laughs> we, should, we, we should do that. We should carve out, like, a good five to ten <laughs> minutes of just state of, like, website affairs and, like... Well, we mind doing that. <laughs> it's like, Yaris, why isn't the background gray? Make it gray! Well, actually, we actually are making that change. Just an FYI, it's not a very dark, it's not a very light dark gray. It's actually very, very light gray. See that? But guys? it, it complements, yeah, it complements the white very well. Makes it easier to read. Again, we're we're making the adjustments you guys are you know are screaming at us for. So. Okay, so let's uh let's run through some headlines. Thank you, Yars, for 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 that update. Absolutely, sir. All right, let's run through some headlines, guys. Rock Band Four, we missed this out because we didn't we didn't have a shotcast last week. But the, the Guitar Hero Live and Rock Band, they're they're coming back. Is they're, they're making a comeback? It's two thousand five all over again. What happened? Yeah, no, like, this this is this is gonna be very bad for me and Joel and Al. We, we tend <laughs> we tend to we tend to host rock band parties for the side, and then we get belligerent, and everybody else gets belligerent. Like, try listen, to play instruments like we're pros or not. Listen, not to brag, but I was number eight worldwide in Radiohead Creep in the first rock. Band. Are you? Were you really? For for vocals, yes, I I killed it on <laughs> yeah. for a good solid two for for a solid two weeks. I was on there. Well, George, it looks like Look. I'm gonna have to uh, utilize those skills. Actually, I was actually Look. pretty decent on the guitar. Joel's actually really nice on the drums. Al's really good at watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my, I, me and my I, friends band, the Christian Bales. We we killed it, guys. The Christian. I, I I'm really excited because I get to dust off my band from Rock Band, which was Sausage Fest. So they they rush sausage, <laughs> oh sausage, sausage Sausage Fest will be making a comeback and can shred again. I'll be so happy. So uh, and then and there was the band me uh, my brother and I did, which he was on uh, guitars and I was vocals, and we were mad deep. And that was we we stylized and just acoustic vocals. Mad deep sounds like a really bad porno. <laughs> oh yeah, we went deep there. But uh, but yeah, apparently it's being co-published by Mad Cats, those guys who make those really. I mean, does Mad Cats 
pay for stuff on the site. They're not a sponsor of us, right? No, they're not. Okay, yeah, those guys who make those really awful peripherals. Good thing you asked first, George. Good I was thing like, you asked. Hey, they're not giving us money, right? That's, and that, that's, I mean, they won't now, but... That's, that's, when, that's when the website just, like, tanks because George said something bad <laughs> and that's a sponsor. There goes, us, there goes our servers. We can't pay for that Oops. anymore. Um, well, I mean, I was honestly, to be honest with you, I was kind of surprised to hear the, the news, and I kind of wasn't surprised because I knew for, I kind of knew that they weren't done with the, with the franchise. I think they just needed to take a break, take a step back, and reassess what they needed to change. And obviously, it yeah. took them this long. I think. I mean, you you can both agree that it was sort of repetitiveness from Rock Band one to three, kind of the same thing with Guitar Hero. Oh but yeah. It wasn't too much change per se, but from what I understand now, they took it back to the drawing board and pretty much almost I don't want to say completely reinvented the game, but are introducing a lot of new things that we didn't see in the previous titles. Um, yeah, they. I, yeah, I, I'm hoping to see more of a the platform of maybe yeah. Rock Band 4 and Guitar Hero being like a platform now for music. Where I, it's like just one game, but all the, you have all this content available to you, all these songs that you can just purchase, download, yeah. and keep it there and not worry I, about, like, let me wait till next year for Rock Band 5 or so. I, I feel like with Guitar Hero Live, that's going to be more the case. Rock Band, I don't really, I'm not really sure yet, like what the, whether that's, yeah, but I agree that I think that that's what they needed to do last generation and they didn't. Obviously, they, they kept just, you know, releasing new ones every year. Um, but I feel like this time, you know, just release it as a platform and then just, you know, sustain the game through DLC and new song content. Because right. obviously, like, they did very well with, like, you know, they released, like, uh, 20, like 2,500 songs, I think, for Rock Band on the, the last generation, which is a ton of songs. That's a lot. So, you know, I think they could easily just release it as a platform and then just sustain it through new song packs, new DLC, like, things like that, so... Yeah, I'm curious to see what they're going to do as far as, like, you know, someone like me who bought hundreds of dollars worth of songs, whether, hey, I'm just going to have to say that, I'm just going to have to just say, yep, that's, I'm going to have to live with that, or am I going to be able to transfer No, that yeah, from my understanding, over? I think you're able to transfer the songs that you previously you purchased over to the new games, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure of it. They will, yeah, yeah. They, um, yeah, they'll support, like, the previous uh, DLC songs and stuff that you had, so... Yeah, and, you know, I and now that I think about it, maybe it's not a bad idea for Madcast to kind of help publish... The game, because you know what, they're going to be the ones making all the peripherals for probably both. I would imagine. I mean, a guitar think, will work for both games, right? So yeah, uh, I think. Oh, I think the Madcat thing is specifically with Rock Band, um, but I'm sure, like, because I think uh, both Guitar Hero and Rock Band will be able to support older, like, older guitars and peripherals and stuff. So. So who does uh, Guitar Hero, like Pelican, like that other really bad? Uh, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Uh, the Pel- uh, Yars Pelican does not give us money, right? Nope. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, that Pelican just co-publishes uh, Guitar Hero. I want to see that kind of rivalry. Like, I love that. Like, there's this weird, like, third-party aftermarket, like, accessory, like, battle that happened last generation, which I thought and was really cool. Like, Not even that. I think, like, I feel like more like in the PS2 generation, like, that era was more like, you know, like, I still remember everyone. having my... Yeah, everyone, everyone their mother had a controller. Like ours lights up. Yeah, but ours is a little fan inside, so you can cool your hands when you. Yeah, play. I remember. I had that. <laughs> I had that same one for Mad Cats. It was funny because, like, you know, if you had like a younger sibling or whatever, you get into the fights where you want to be player one because you don't want to use the crappy like Mad Cats controller or whatever, <laughs> basically. So. Because they're always fifteen dollars cheaper than like the, oh, yeah, the, the dual sock. The dual sock is like fifty one. bucks, and I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's a game. Yeah, controllers are madly expensive, so. Yeah, but most of them are oh. shit, even though they were fifteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah, cheaper. They were they were really bad. Um, but I mean, nowadays, I mean, I think there's somewhat sort of an improvement. You can actually just tell between the plastic from PS2 era 
when you know Mad Cats made their controllers, that was made out of like I don't even know what the hell it was made out of. Like, it was this really sad, like, it's like this styrofoam like carbon fiber. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was horrible. I, when I was uh when I was moving when I was moving out, uh, I kind of did like this great purge of just stuff, and it and, and it's. When you don't move for a while, you accumulate so much garbage and bullshit. Especially when you when you you kind of get into like video games journalism or involved in the industry, you get sent so much crap that it it is it is jarring how much stuff I just threw out. And most of that was going back looking at like different controllers, DualShock Three controllers, and like colored ones. But like these weird, uh, I had these one that looked like a, a boomerang. And, and, and PC controls. I had a whole tub of just controllers that have been dead. Uh, the wire, you know, the wireless dongles. I'd I'd had just a bunch of dongles. I had no idea what they were, what they belonged to. That was oh man. Probably your rock band accessories. <laughs> oh, man. oh, my garage was a plastic instrument graveyard with just the drum kits. And I remember Red Octane did this like wireless drum kit. And then if uh, uh I think I reviewed what was that? There was band. Uh, uh, something Revolution. Rap, I forget what it was. Rapsmith or Guitar Revolution. I think might have been what it was. No, like it was a it was a band one because they had their own drum kit that, that was why that. Uh, it, was like, it, uh, it had like a double bass pedal and everything, and it was just like, no, this is the real drum kit. Like you're <laughs> you're not you're not a fake musician until you get this fake drum kit. And, uh, this is like, uh, <laughs> oh, I so I can't wait for that again. That's gonna be great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's gonna it's gonna bring back some nostalgic memories for sure. I mean, I'm pretty so, sure me and Joel are gonna be going crazy with it. So yeah. so yeah, Aris, and, and, and it's funny because we talk about like storage for this garbage. Now that you're a homeowner, how, you know, is are you more wary about like bringing weird crap to your home now? Because like you said, you're you you would not be allowed to have a Han Solo standee. So like, uh, it's, not, I wouldn't be, it's not that I wouldn't be allowed. I just I'm a little more conscientious of my. Well, the thing is, it's not to discourage anybody. Yeah, like being, being being married, yeah, and having a kid. I mean, you you have to make compromises for sure. I mean, it, it's kind of you know I hate not that I hate coming home and seeing it, but sometimes you know you get you sigh when you see your son playing with you know your sixty dollar DualShock controller, and you're like, okay, you know, he's, he's, he's there biting it. You know, the rubber's completely gone, and my dog's chewing the controller too. So you're you're you're, you're very much more aware and appreciative of what you know how you spend your money. But it's not to say that I don't have a bunch of you know nice little toys. I obviously do. I'm a gamer first and foremost, so I collect as much as I can. But but I'm just um, saying the 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 rock the Guitar Hero drum set. Will you be? Is that something that you would actually be feasibly able absolutely, to keep? Absolutely. <laughs> I have an attic for a reason. So and my son my son can climb. He can't climb ladders. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, not yet, no, not, I, yet, I, not, yet not, not yet. Yeah, not yet. Twenty turns like four or five. No, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely getting the uh, the drum kit, and I'm definitely getting the guitars and bass. And I'm, I'm gonna have the whole nine, absolutely. That's not gonna stop me. Again, gamer first, gamer first and foremost. So, <laughs> gamer, gamer first, husband second. Absolutely, she knows that. Father at fifth. Not only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that kid's gonna be a Star Wars fan, I guess, right? Oh, <laughs> not to mention that I've been actually watching. All uh, all six movies with my son probably every other once every other week. <laughs> just subliminally, just slowly <laughs> see if we can do subconscious in a row. Just six six like straight. Oh, the nine or nine <laughs> in a row. Like you know, because obviously I, I I get home from work pretty late, so it's usually the weekends that I meet him. Like when we have our time together, I'll you know sit on the floor, play with him, and just throw Star Wars in as 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 background noise. And he sits there sometimes and watches it. So I'm, okay. I'm trying to get him accustomed to it, just so that Star Wars. Is, 
he becomes a Star Wars geek like me, so... Yeah, I mean, he has a lot of Star Wars stuff. I'm, 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 I'm just waiting for his kid to be like, Dad, I think the dialogue's a little wooden in this movie. Can we watch something else? We've been watching Star Wars for 20 years now. That's when I, that's when I, that's when I pick him up and kick him in his crotch. I would, be, I would be terrified if I was a kid that young, and I saw the scene with Anakin killing all the younglings and just being like... <laughs> <laughs> look, look, Mark, Marcus, don't be like this. But there was a man that was worse than him. His, his name was Hitler. <laughs> um, no, I mean no, he's, no, no, he's his, his name was George Lucas. was his name. So for create for creating that scene, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's he's he's definitely gonna be a big Star Wars fan. I mean he has a bunch of Star Wars stuff now. Star Wars Legos. I mean I, I built I made his mobile that then I goes over his crate battle like small Star Wars uh, Lego. What do you call it? Ships. There you go. Like a small TIE fighter, small Millennium Falcon, small X-Wing. So I made, I made his mobile out of that with a motor. Uh, you know, he has Star Wars blankets, Star Wars clothes. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, wean him into Star Wars. I'd be really upset if he grows up and says, like, Star Trek more. You know, obviously we're going to fight there. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica is what he's really going to be into. I, yeah, right. He's, like, really passionate about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I think a Viper could take out an X-Wing and be like, get the hell out of my house, alright? Yeah, <laughs> Nonsense. I'd I, I definitely put him for adoption at that point. <laughs> at like 22 years old, like, <laughs> you're, you're on the street. Just get out. Uh, alright, so moving on from Star Wars again, and somehow we reverted back. Uh, you know, I, I, I like that, like, the new trend on the Shotcast. It used to be we always go back and make fun of Ubisoft for whatever reason. Or now it's been here. And now it's like, I'll come back and make fun of The Order... But uh, I, I like with the artist now. It's just always like a star, a Star Wars tie-in for everything. It's like uh, when David was when David was writing for us. He, you know, it always reverted to like a Star Trek, and everyone's kind of oh, eye roll, David. eye roll slash yawn whenever he spoke about it. David's my arch nemesis. I love the guy. He's my arch nemesis, though. In the movies now, he's a, a like a, a, a P, PD or an AP. He's, a, he's or... a production assistant. Yeah, you go. The whatever that is. So yeah. you know, he. he He's, he went Hollywood. Good for him. Uh, but yeah, moving up to Star Wars. Guys, Charles Dance is going to be the Emperor of Nilfgaard. You mean Tywin, the you Witcher mean, you mean Tywin Lannister is the correct... <laughs> yes, he, he would be playing Tywin Lannister. Basically, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, the, we have the teaser on our site, and I'm, I'm a huge fan, so and like, it's not like we're going to see him again in Game of Thrones. Spoilers. But... Uh, yeah, good for him. He's got that very authoritative voice, and like, yeah, I, I like that delivery. He I, definitely does. I, I want him to tell me what to do, and I'm okay with that. And guys, guess what? It's your birthday. No, another Assassin's Creed game came out. Oh my! Came, wait, 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 wait! I'm sorry. I must have been sleeping under the, like the bed for like the past two months. Uh, it, it just yes. came out, or it's getting out. It's coming out. Uh, oh no, it's out. It it will be out. Sorry, I mean today? as as today's the twenty second, right? Yes, yes, it is out today. It is uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. As somebody that is strongly against belittling any games, just <laughs> games overall, because I, we, our, that's our goal, that's our mission to you know perpetuate the positiveness in games and how much you love them. Sometimes you can't help it. Nah, yeah, Assassin's Creed is becoming a bit out of hand. I think it's getting a bit out of hand here already. Assassin's Creed makes it really hard for us to stay positive about video games. <laughs> it's 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 becoming the new diehard of video <laughs> games. It started off good and it's just it's going to shit right now. It's just getting really bad. Uh, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed Chronicles is is out. 
is a side-scrolling... Uh, it's actually a really nice-looking game. They changed up the art style a bit to kind of give this water colory feel to it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks neat. This might be the... If, if you are going to bring back a an Assassin's Creed, I don't mind it taking, like, these subtle little departures into... You know what? I will try side-scrolling Assassin's Creed. That might be that might be worth looking at. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely do a joystick with George on it. Or we can just appreciate new franchises or, you know, older ones that, that, uh, that, that, that people ignore. But that, too, at the end of the day, I believe it comes down to, oh, look, Assassin's Creed still makes us money, even though the last one we... Even though we released a broken one last time, and people yeah. still bought the hell out of it. The one, so, the, the one thing I will give Assassin's Creed is at least because they can use, like, different settings and they can use different time periods and stuff, they can kind of reinvent themselves a little bit. Like, obviously, like, um, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is kind of, like, the perfect example of this, where, you know, Assassin's Creed 3 was pretty not liked very well at all. But Assassin's Creed 4, you know, uh, introduced a lot of new things. So I feel like Assassin's Creed, they can kind of get away with that a little bit more versus, like, Call of Duty, which, you know, like, it, it kind of comes and goes. Like, they, they do pretty much just kind of tend to do the same things over and over again. Yeah, no, but... I mean, and, and I agree with that. I mean, that's that's what kind of separates a game like Assassin's Creed from a game like Call of Duty is the fact, like you said, there, there are different environments or different climates that you can actually introduce a player to. At the yeah. same time, I think there definitely is... Or there should be a focus on other franchises. It just feels like from last generation to this generation, and I'm not knocking gaming in general, but it just feels like there's a repetitiveness of what yeah. we are seeing. And if you look I mean, back to the eras before PS3, it was extremely competitive in terms of what was being released and also very unique and refreshing. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue yeah. is that the game, you know, just game development has become so much more expensive that, like, taking can go could bankrupt you. So it's like, you know what, we, we need to go with a sure thing or for something, if we're going to go with a new IP, we need to market, you know, we need to test market this to hell and make sure that this is going to sell us 10 billion copies because if yeah. not, it's not worth it. Like, that's a pretty, I mean, that's, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, that's what happened with THQ. Um, that's what happened with the people that made uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. Amalur, I can't yeah. pronounce the last name, but, you know, they, they put a lot of money onto this game and it was a great game. It just didn't sell as they expected, and they ended up going bankrupt and having a close shop. Yeah, and then I have a, a funny Kingdoms of Amalur story. So when the game was coming out, like a couple of weeks prior, the guys from uh, what was the name of that studio again? Uh, it was Crypto. Um, I forget. Uh, Forty-one. I'm looking, looking it up. I think now. it was like Forty-one Studios or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So they they invited a bunch of journalists out. Thirty-eight studios. Thirty-eight studios. So, like, yeah. their PR guy like took us all out to. He took a bunch of journalists out to dinner to, with the developers, and he took us like the Capitol Grill. It's one of those. It's one of those places in New York where the menu doesn't have prices, and they literally said, "Oh, guys, just get whatever you want." And we just like hung out and talked about the game for a bit and all that. And, we, and I remember just going to another uh, another journalist, and I was like, "This is." How much do you think this dinner was? And he was like, "Oh, easily like twelve hundred bucks for like, you know, for like." Six seven people, and they, yeah. and, and then and then as the weeks came out, like they bankrupt. I would every once in a while I would just message that person, and just be like, oh, maybe they should spend so much money on dinners, and maybe like, <laughs> oh my god, but, uh, but wow, like and and, and I guess and I'm trying to maybe is that maybe in the marketing budget where it's just it's like oh you know just meet and greets and just kind of like hanging out with like is it, do you expense just hanging out with journalists? Like I always put I always wonder what you put that in in the uh, in the expense report. That's more well, that'd be a tax write-off, I think. That's, that's. Do you think so? Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's it's business, so to speak. So I mean, I believe they can use that as a tax write-off. But either way, I mean, it, again, it's, it's like you said, just going back to it. Video game development it is becoming super expensive, and I do agree that 
the reason people are just consistently focusing on franchises that succeed is because they can rely they can rely on that franchise specifically. Yeah, I mean, but it kind of it kind of also takes away from us being gamers and experiencing you know new just new storylines and because I mean to me gaming is like a book kind of except it's visual. You're, you're jumping into an adventure. You're you know you're walking through the entire adventure. You're going through the entire adventure and you go into an end. Yeah, but I feel and, like that's that's kind of what the indie space is for now. It's kind of filling that void of like the creativity and the new oh, stuff. Oh yeah, out. absolutely. <laughs> But I, but yeah, I'm with you. Where like I feel like I, I, I wish that they put like the AAA money behind like really new, fresh ideas. But like I said, you know, like you know, as much as we make fun of Ubisoft, they they take chances. I mean, the crew was a brand new IP. It, yeah, you know, it just right. it just it just didn't work out. Like to me, it was just not just not a good game. But you know, I applaud them for just trying something new. But like I said, that's the risk. That that game probably cost them some money. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent. So, but but yeah, you know, good. Charles Dance, I hope... Oh, wait, are we still talking about... What are we talking about? It's Assassin's Creed, all right. Assassin's Creed, yeah. I just want to say I hate Capcom. Just want to say that. I don't hate Capcom. I hate you, Capcom. I love you guys, but come on. Make, make a man, bro. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just going to do that. <laughs> sorry, for that I, sorry for that random rant. Yeah, that was weird, but... um. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about Capcom for days. I don't. I. I really do not. I do not mind it. But I. Uh, Capcom. Capcom. They're. They're in trouble. They. And I don't think Mega Man can save them. <laughs> no. There are some I, bad decisions going that on. Was, that was Mighty Number no. Nine. I think it's called coming out now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for that game. But yeah. Sorry about that rant, guys. About no. Capcom. I apologize. No worries. That's why you're here. That's the non-sec word is all day, baby. Uh, Ryan, I know you're a big Heroes of the Storm fan. Not really, no, not at all. Oh, and you ruined like, my segue, you jerk. Just sorry, say yes. it was like, <laughs> I mean, yes, I love it because oh. I've never because I've played a MOBA before, which I've never done. But okay, you know, what? No, I don't even care. Um, <laughs> Heroes of the Storm got a release date. It is it, it is a MOBA by Blizzard Entertainment, the fine people who brought you StarCraft and World of Warcraft. Uh, has a release date, so June second. It's it's coming out of beta. The game exists. Oh wow! This that's, game's that's been what, that's one of them expected. Yeah, yeah, this game's been in beta for God knows how long. Uh, my brother actually got me uh, into the beta. He bought me. He like bought me the version for my birthday, and I got into it. And for I'm not into MOBAs, and this is like a nice. I, I don't know. I've, I guess if you're a filthy casual, this is a great MOBA to jump into. Cause it's, it a good, a it's, a, it's a good introductory MOBA from... from yeah. like, oh, like it's, I, oh, God. Oh, God. I'm, I assuming, I'm assuming Ryan's like one of those league, hardcore league players or... <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I actually, I've never played MOBAs before. I don't, I don't play them. But I know from, from speaking with friends of mine that are like really into League and Dota and that have tried Heroes of the Storm, they say that it is like, you know, that it is it has an easier learning curve, I think, to get into rather than it's the, like It's Dota. the baby game for babies. Yeah. Don't have to look at and laugh. To be fair, we have to credit Blizzard for doing that because Blizzard's actually really good at doing that. Oh, yeah, because I mean... They, they introduce the like, newbies into a game, but they also know how to cater to the experts and hardcore crowd. Yeah, I mean, like Hearthstone, I feel like, is like the perfect yeah, example of that. Mostly. Yeah, like Hearthstone is like a great example of that because like, I, I adore Hearthstone. I think it's awesome. But like that game, like you know, the first time I tried it, I was like a little intimidated, but like it took me five minutes to learn how to play that game, and it's great. It's so much fun. Yeah, and like how often, it, like I, you know, I don't think you're a huge CCG gamer either, right? No, not really. But it's you know that game's still addicting as hell, and it's really really easy to pick up. Yeah, and and uh, to me that makes someone like I wish the people who make like Magic the Gathering would like take a look at how like what made Hearthstone yeah, so successful. Hearthstone is like, a lot like Magic the Gathering. It yeah, is, yeah. And, but they, they, the the way they make it 
it's just way more approachable, and it's like, oh, I know how to, five, ten minutes later, I know how to play. I right. haven't mastered the game, that might take me some time, but at least I know what I'm doing, or at least what my objective is to get exactly. done. So, exactly, and, I agree. Like, it's like, I, I could not introduce a new player to Magic outside of saying, like, okay, do you have six hours so I can sit you down? First, I'm going to give you this almanac so you know what kind of, you know, what deck we're, we're, deck we're dealing with and what universe we're in. It's like, no, like, this one, if you got five minutes, you can go. And they're like, oh, okay, go. Look, I'm, I'm making my card attack his card, and I'm tapping on the screen to say goodbye or get out or some nonsense. That's my favorite part about uh, Hearthstone is doing the little emotes on there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great game. And I'm actually quite happy they released it on mobile now. Oh, yeah, I'm playing it on uh, my iPhone. Yeah, I've been playing it on my iPhone, too. It's, yeah. It is fantastic. It is crap. And, uh, and, uh, and Ryan, I know that you're such a huge Warhammer fan. Not really, no, I'm sorry. I've oh, never played wait, 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 guys, 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 wait, 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 Ryan, did you just say you don't like Warhammer? No, no, I'm just, I, 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 I never played it before. I'm not saying I don't like it. He's a 40k fan, all right. You are. So you, you know those. You I know probably, those I are. probably would have gone with 40k over Warhammer, but I, I'm not saying I don't like it. I oh just no, 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 I, I agree. It. I'm, yeah, I'm more yeah. of a 40k fan myself yeah. too. But come on, the Warhammer universe itself is pretty, pretty, not pretty good. Brutal and insane, yeah. and pretty much made for crazy people. Yeah, uh, that's that's not right. Yeah, there's there's a new Total War game coming out, and it's Total War Warhammer. Which, I think that's pretty cool. So I think they screwed up the title. I uh, I think uh, Alex Navarro from Giant Bomb said it best. They should have just called it Total Warhammer. They should have. Like, yeah. Long opportunity. Like that would have been great. perfect. Total Warhammer. Yeah. Total, Total War Warhammer. Uh, they did a, a teaser trailer today. Uh, cinematic, so you don't really know what the gameplay will be like. But if you've played a Total War game, you can kind of guesstimate what the game will be like. And I'm gonna assume it's gonna be a lot of orcs and and magic and flying dragons and griffins and stuff. Uh, but yeah, the, you know, maybe maybe go against some chaos knights and fight maybe. some chaos gods. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I always like the Total War games. It's one of those games that like, I always buy them when they come out, but I don't think I actually really play them. Like, they're, they're, they're always on Steam for like six, seven bucks. Every once in a while, like Steam will do the sales, and it's like, get the Total War Complete Edition for like $8. I'm like, I'm in. And then I would do it, and I'm like, oh, right, I forget these games are like a lot of work. Like, yeah. you know, it's essentially you're playing Civ Five, except you can, except the battles are just blown up more. So, like, I forget that there's a whole, like, management system to it that I'm just like, oh, I don't want any part of this. But, oh, man, I was a Total War, <laughs> I was a, I was a Total War Shogun fan. I, I will say that much, at least. Shogun. Shogun, yeah, that was the with the, hmm. the, the yeah. The samurai I remember, the game. Stuff. I remember like, the game. That was, you get your flame archers there, and and to be fair, I was I was only the fan of Shogun because that was the only Total War game I could run on my PC for like the longest time. That's sad. I'm sorry, so I George. Out, I, I know it, it happens. I, 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 can, I can run it now. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm an adult now. I can I can do things. I was like there at one point too. Don't worry. I mean, we were we were all there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Look, I, I remember being a kid and having the power supply blow out on my computer, and uh, no, the fan failed out on my computer, and I had no money, so I literally just opened up the side of it and just stole one of my mom's like personal fans, like that big, like a table fan, and I just shoved it into the. Uh, <laughs> that into the is by far the most ghetto thing I've ever heard in my life. It's actually <laughs> and that's, most intuitive. And that's how I was able to play Diablo 2 most for most of the summer. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a good time. And then I figured it out was a heat problem because whenever the because my thing would just shut down completely. And when it did, I looked like, oh wait, I didn't turn the fan on, so I had to go and like, like turn on the fan. And just, like, oh. It was I, my my room was probably a fire hazard because the the way I had things open and just laid about like oh, it was super dumb. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I never I never thought about that. <laughs> it's um, funny. Hey. 
stuff gets hot and you got to cool it down, obviously. And uh, and finally, in news, there's a, a a new update for Halo Master Chief Collection. I occasionally play it. It works, I think. Yeah. Works mostly now. Mostly. So, four months later, yay, it works. Um, I'm I'm not happy that it took four months later, but it works. So okay, great. Good, <sighs> on, good on you, three four three for. for I... I, I, I was I was a competitive Halo player at one point, and um, I don't I don't know. I mean, it's not just Halo. I think it's just first person shooters in general. This generation are not doing it for me. I don't know. Um, I, 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 what is it? Is it is it more like the the traversal stuff? Like you know, now that the new Halos, you can like climb on things and like. Uh, I I honestly don't know. I, I think I I think honestly at least at this juncture, I think I'm just a little burnt out with first person shooters. Um. That's fair. I think I, I'm, it, I I'm, think... I'm jumping more into a lot of RPGs and third-person games. I mean, like I told Ryan, me and Ryan, we go back and forth a lot on on Slack. But The Witcher, I mean, that's that's a classic, awesome game. Yeah. And Ryan is here, still debating whether or not you should play it, and you should, Ryan. I will. I, yeah. I will. I just have. I'm finishing Bloodborne. What the hell is wrong with you? Think of my time. Sorry. You can always go back to Bloodborne. <laughs> I, I can tell you what happens. He doesn't turn into a werewolf. So who cares? So you're you're good. <laughs> now that was just, I was going to say what Yaris is saying about uh, first because I actually you know in the 360 generation I used to play a lot of you know Call of Duty, Halo, and all that. Yeah, same. You know, I think I think the thing is just that like you know there isn't as big a generational leap because you look at games like Halo Three and Call of Duty Modern Warfare and those were revolutionary games. Those were ones that like completely changed how online worked for that generation. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that yeah, I feel like games like Titanfall and even you know Advanced Warfare haven't really done the same thing. Like, it's mostly just, like, you know, elaborations on stuff we've already seen. So I think it just, you know, like, when Modern Warfare, like, when Modern Warfare, the first one, came out, that would, like, completely change everything. And I was playing that, like, nonstop when that first came out, so. And, and Yaris, as, as an older gamer, such as ourselves, as I slowly approach... Oh, my God. As I slowly <laughs> approach uh, 30, do you find that, do you do you care? Because I end up caring less about com- competitive multiplayer. I mean, I like that it's there, but I, I think I gear more now towards, like, co-op. Like, yeah, if I was a kid, like, yeah, I want to go online and murder as many dudes as possible and talk so much trash on my headset. Yeah, and like, I think now as a grown-up, I'm like, I don't have the energy to yell at a I think, that, I think that's one thing that uh, I can I can easily say, I used to pride myself on is uh, how, how well I used to talk trash. Uh, Joel and I used to like set up to like 4 o'clock in the morning playing Modern Warfare for the PS3, the first one. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I mean as right now as an adult, it's not to say that I don't enjoy multiplayer per se, but I don't. I don't know. I, I do. I do. I do find myself leaning more towards a co-op game. Um, I, I think it's because I, I. I'm just not enjoying the trash talking. Not that I'm not the, not the, not that I'm not doing it, but there's just a, there's the ambiance. It's just it's completely there, different now. There was an art to trash talking on uh, Xbox Live that was just just perfect and beautiful. And you you would sit there and just like yeah. My brother was an excellent trash talker. And I would just sit there on uh, just hours, just kind of listening. Oh yeah, no. I used to I used to have I used to make little kids cry. Yeah, I used to I'm have like <laughs> scream at me. Like you can, I mean you could. Joel attested. I mean I, I used to really make people angry. Um, like, but yeah, I mean, you made that adult cry, like yeah, I used to get people pissed off. Like people was like, you used to hear them slam their controls. Like okay, well, in this lobby. <laughs> I feel I feel like private chat killed uh, party chat more or less killed trash talking because it was like, yeah. well, I, I could just talk to my friends and not hear some random asshole call me names. Like, or, yeah, you give that's... me the choice, I'm just gonna talk to Ryan. Or or twelve year old kids, you know, that are just like yeah. Calling me a homo. It's like, yeah, you know what? I don't, you know, I, I worked all day. I don't need anyone calling me a homo for the next twelve hours. Like, no, I mean, I, I don't. To me, it's just again, it, it just goes back to the repetitiveness of of just multiplayer. I mean, it's it is fun, 
but it just gets to a point where it's just like, okay, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, where, you know, co-op, you're, you're enjoying the experience with a, with a good friend. You're going to the story. You know, some things change, some things don't, depending on the game. And I don't know. I just find myself just wanting to relax. Like, it sounds like an old man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're gonna we're doing a separate pod. I want I want like an over thirty podcast. Like, no, that would be horrible. Well, actually, I I'd actually quite enjoy that to be honest with you because we can go over Super Nintendo games and yeah, I'm oh, I'm, God, I'm, I'm good times. times. Like, uh, I I always want to do like a live show of just us old ass dudes just playing like Genesis games and just be like, oh man, remember let's, this let's awesome do this it. was. Uh, but yeah, let's that's do it. But, all that, uh, play all like the Disney Genesis games. You know, do those. So. They were so good. Lion King, DuckTales. Awesome. No, not DuckTales. I mean, like, Lion King and Aladdin. Lion all the Genesis Aladdin. games, yeah. Oh, Aladdin. Oh, my gosh, I remember that game. Yeah, they were they were good. But uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, but back to Halo Collection. Uh, the reason I mentioned it is that they were hinting that the re-release of Halo 3 ODST will actually be coming out next month. Which would be pretty cool. Halo 3, ODST is, like, probably one of my favorites. It's a really, yeah. really good game. I think from a, a narrative standpoint, that is my favorite Halo. Because yeah, it, I, I have to agree there. It told, it's, so di- it's so different, yeah. It told the tightest story, where it's just like, you know, you're just these you're just a squad of dudes, and you just want to leave this goddamn city because it's blowing up. And I'm like, you know what? That's yeah. perfect. That's all I need. I, I don't need this, like, oh, no, 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 no. You need to go into the edge of the universe and save... Oh, yeah, it was like, it was different because it was it was more like a, like a Call of Duty or Battlefield approach where you're just kind of like you're just a guy. You're not like Master Chief. You're not this like mm-hmm. you know savior of the universe. You're just like a regular dude. And I thought it was kind of cool to see the Halo the Halo yeah. uh, games from that standpoint. It felt like a more personal game because, yeah. like I said, saving the universe is such a like generic kind of plus save the had, universe from the ancient aliens, y'all. Like all right, you had, that's you had Nathan Fillion, so it was also <laughs> good as well. There you go. There, there you go. That's what we have to say, Nathan Fillion. Yep, yeah, he's, he's a man. I love him. All right, and then since we were running long, let's go into uh, what we've been playing. Ryan, what what have you been playing? Uh, so I've been uh, I'm getting close to the end of Bloodborne. I've got like a couple more bosses, but uh, yeah, I'm having, Ryan. I know. <laughs> well, I'll get to The Witcher, um, but no, I'm gonna probably finish Bloodborne this weekend, hopefully, uh, and then I want to. I just picked up uh, Shovel Knight, so I'm gonna be probably playing that, and then yes, I will get to The Witcher Yaris. I will get to it. So it's like. Has like, yeah. Just forget about every other game. You know, finish Bloodborne. Forget <laughs> about everything else and just play The Witcher. I mean, <laughs> the, the, you know, the Witcher Three comes out in May in a couple of weeks. I think two or three weeks now. Yeah, I'll just I'll just quit work and I'll just play Witcher One and Two for Take like all your vacation four, right now. Four weeks Take. straight. I need it for E Three though. Like, <laughs> okay, and then call in sick for those for a month. Ryan, are you still uh, are you still heavily into Bloodborne? Like, has its appeal lasted on you or? Um, no, I'm still pretty into it. Like, you know, I've been doing, like, it hasn't been beating my ass as much as I thought it would, which is a good and bad thing, I guess. I was going to mention like, that to you. Uh, there, yeah. there was a part, like, especially, like, with the Vicar Emilia, like, the lady fight in a church. Like, that was pretty, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. after, I'm just kind of, like, it's been kind of smooth sailing for me. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like most of the time I've been doing well. Like, sometimes I've hit walls, but I feel like that's, that's kind of the game's way of telling you, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're not leveled up enough yet, so right. normally if, if that happened, I would just go level up for a while and grind, and then come back, yeah. and it would usually... It does feel like a game with, like, very long valleys and, like, so few peaks now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, oh, I'm just kind of steamrolling through, and then, like, now I'm, like, I get all these souls, and I level up, so now I feel like I'm kind of over-leveled for certain areas. Like, I went against the, the witches of... What is, witches of East... Uh, oh, the witches... <laughs> no, no, that's a Disney show. It was like, yeah, that's a, that's a TV yeah, show. Uh, the, witches, <laughs> the witches of... Uh, witches, I killed them, too. The, the witches of Hemwick. That's, are, uh, embar- yeah. that's quite sad that you actually know that, Ryan. That's quite embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. I, 
I'm just gonna smooth past that, but uh, but yeah, I killed them. I killed them like not. I, I killed them like not even like paying attention. Like I was kind well, of distracted. I was looking at TV, and I was just kind of like. They're yeah, honestly, that, that honestly, they're boss. they're probably the easiest boss fight in the entire game. So that's not oh. a, that big a deal. But yeah, no, there have been like there have been a couple boss. Most boss fights I most boss <laughs> fights I finished in like two or three tries. There was like one or two that might have taken me a couple more. But uh, yeah, no, I'm still I'm I really want to finish the game. I'm trying because I'm I finished all like the main bosses and uh, now I'm going back to some of the optional areas and doing a couple like the side bosses and yeah. things. So I've I can been get, like, just gonna take so long, Ryan. My gosh, <laughs> just give it up, right? Doesn't matter. The hell? Yeah, because the yeah, because The Witcher is only like a ten hour game. It's not going to be that long. Hey, so, you know, it's, like, it's, it's really not. But they it's... said it could be twenty five to three hundred hours, depending on which, <laughs> which is the most annoying PR speak for an RPG. It's like, oh, it's whatever you want it to be. Like, no, just give, main. St- if I want to run, just give me. No, <laughs> you can you can finish it over like two weekends, or you can finish it over like four years. I mean, yeah, just, give me that. Like... <laughs> it's all like gameplay. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you read, it's like, oh no, dude, we're doing about like you know twenty five hours of gameplay. And it's like, oh yeah, if you sit there and stare at the ceiling and like don't run, sure, but no, just like let let's be real, like yeah, if you want to collect all the feathers in GTA, yeah, that'll take you hundreds of hours. Like no, dude, that's that's not what I'm playing GTA for. Collect goddamn pigeons. <laughs> uh, Yaris, what are you playing? Oh, what am I not playing? Um. Funny enough, I'm not playing anything on consoles right now. I've been really focused on playing PC games. Uh, as of right now, I'm replaying the Witcher series. Uh, I'm playing the Old Republic. Yes, I know we just had a little rant about how horrible the game is. I don't the think MMO the game is... or the MMO. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, hey! My 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 guilty, dirty little secret is I still play the MMO, man. I've got a couple. Of... <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I I went back to when I started a level one character, and I must say. It is an amazing, amazing storyline. Uh, the storyline's really good. I like what the changes that they made with the skill system, where they they kind of yeah. War of the Warcraft's new uh, skill progression, where yeah. it's just like instead of giving you like a bunch of skill trees, it's like, look, here, you're level ten. This is what you should have at level ten. Exactly. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Like, I'm I'm totally good with that. I always go back when you do a double exp weekend and just run through like kind of like a, a newbie character. It's it is part. it's it's yeah. an amazing MMO, and I'm I'm quite sad that it doesn't have the the base that you know games like World of Warcraft have, um, yeah, and it's and it, a lot a lot of it has in my opinion has to do with I think they're a little lazy with the releases. I mean, considering how how vast the Star Wars universe is, you'd kind of figure that they'd have a little bit of more consistent releases in terms of content. And that's, yeah, there's there there is a drop off at like end, and there's like almost no end game content. Yeah, end game is absolutely horrible. Outside of just grinding, yeah. grinding rep for just random gear that kind of looks like the gear you had earlier, but it's purple. Like I don't, I don't. Yeah, know, I don't <laughs> it's 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 it gets a and end game is pretty sad, but I yeah, think but the whole we, experience we, from start to last is pretty good. Yaris, it sounds like we have a, a, a new feature idea. Uh, Yaris <laughs> and George take over the galaxy in the Knights of the Old the Republic. Let's do it. I'll create another. I'll create another level one character. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, let's make some Sith and just kind of like kill some Jedi. <laughs> That works. That works. Just kill everything in our path. Um, yeah, aside from that, I'm also um, also playing Ah. After my and uh, Ryan's little rant, I think it was last week, where just <laughs> Giuseppe tried to completely obliterate because um, he hates Valve. I started playing Half Life Two again. Okay. Um, and I just I forgot how great. Not that I forgot how great the game was, but when you when you start playing it again, you just get sucked into the story in the game. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, out I of its like, time. 
I feel like that game is really timeless. It's just like because every time I go back to that game, you just especially because it's so it's so dense and detailed. Like there's always these little things that you still find. Like no matter like um like the G man like randomly showing up in different places and like right, just right. like always, there's just so much stuff like packed in that game. It's like that's always like a game like that. Whenever I got a new computer, I'd always go back and play that game because I always wanted to see, like, you know, not only because like, my computer could probably run it, like, you know, like, with, like, 400 FPS at this point, but, like, uh, you know, just to see all those little things that I might have missed, like, from the... But the and, and the funny thing that it is, though, it's, like, it, it is a timeless game, but it's a timeless game in terms, visually, to me, at least, because it, it still looks really good, I mean, considering how old oh, the game it does. is. Yeah, I mean, even even though obviously like graphically it doesn't look that good, that game has such strong uh, art direction and yeah, just design. Exactly. Like, it's like seven, City Seventeen still looks like really good. It's still like a, a great place, you know. And and because so many other games like Dishonored and, and games like that have obviously like uh, not cribbed or ta- like you know just been inspired by that game like so much over the last couple of years. So yeah, it's it's, a, it's an amazing game. I'm actually quite disappointed that nothing's been. I hate Gabe Newell. I, I really do hate his guts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not, well, not to the point I want to die. I mean, he's, he's. I mean, you could I try just, to I, kill him, but the man has a lot of knives. I just, I don't, I don't get why he hasn't. Nothing's been announced for Half Life Three. I mean, it's literally been over a decade already. Because they don't have to. That's the beauty of it. That's so stupid to me. No, they don't. But outside of that, this is. I don't want to get into this tangent. Outside <laughs> of that, Half Life. I am also playing uh, Starcraft Two. Okay. Going through that as well. Uh, Wings of Liberty and the expansion? I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just finishing up uh, Heart of the Storm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm playing a lot of PC games. I have a lot of console games i got to get back into. I have, do- I have no idea how many games I've downloaded for PS4 that I just have sitting there. Um, but, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm playing right now. Just yeah. old-school games. Yeah. Wow, that's sad. No, it's good times, man. You, you stick with what's good. Or maybe it's just a commentary of what's out there now. It's like, uh, I think I'm just going back and play Half-Life 2. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Me, I am trying to learn how to play Mortal Kombat X because it is a fine fighting game, but also highlights how bad I am. And also, like, I don't have that competitive... We were talking about that competitive kind of spirit. I just don't have it anymore where, like, I go online and I'm just like, uh, you know, I'm just going to block and if you, you uh, kill me, kill me I'm, I'm calling it a day. You but, know, uh, George, you could play a real a real fighting game like Smash Brothers and... Uh, <laughs> had it with you and your Smash Brothers. <laughs> and the, hit, hit the A button until the guy flies off the screen so he goes... <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a fighting game. Like, no. Pre- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No but could, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could pay a dollar to do an easy fatality in Mortal Kombat. So you don't pay a dollar, <laughs> right? You can get them for free, but if you wanted thirty of them, you can pay five dollars. Is... Yeah, but you know, you, ha- you know, a wow. game you don't have to do that in Smash Brothers. <laughs> you, you talk about nickel and diving, just like Smash Brothers doesn't also have fatalities though. That's true, and as final, final smashes. They're dumb. Oh come on! <laughs> You're not gonna see Mario punch. But uh, but yeah, I mean, face off. I, I actually really kind of like the single player, like the storyline, because it's about like the next generation of Mortal Kombat combatants. So it's like Cassie Cage and Kung Jia and Kung Ju, Kung Jung, uh, and uh, Takata, and like these are all like the sons and daughters of Mortal Kombat like alums. So it's like I love that this wasn't like oh wow, so we really aren't focused on like Sub Zero and Scorpion. They're in the That's game. Cool. They do, like, their fun cameos, but it's about, like, these new, like, you know, the combat kids. I think as, that's, uh, people are calling I, them online, which is kind of adorable. Yeah, I think that's cool. I mean, they did that, like, with uh, Soul Calibur V, I think, where they had, like, mostly it was, like, the, the kids of, like, the, the previous fighters. But I think that's cool that they're, like, they're still, they're still like, kind of, like, um, you know, keeping all the, the uh, stuff we expect from Mortal Kombat.
combat, but putting their own kind of twist on it and and uh, and you know, uh, I'm I'm still excited. I still really want to see Predator and Jason, but they haven't come out yet. So I'm yeah, I know, which is a shame. Yeah, but uh, I I can't wait for people to use them to no end online. But uh, yeah. I mean, I I really, I really like it because this is the first time Nether Realms and all the Mortal Kombat's that they've made that they actually kind of like moved on from the you know the same twenty thirty year Mortal Kombat story. So it's, yeah. we're, we're heading into new territory where like. I, do I want to play a game that doesn't have Shao Kahn in it? That's weird. Like, and you were like, "Yeah, I do," because Shao Kahn was a fucking jerk. I, I can care less about him. But uh, I, you know, I really like it. You know, Shinnok is in the game, which I hate. I just don't know why Shinnok has always rubbed me the wrong way. It's the really shitty elder god and Quan Chi and those the, the bad guys I've never really oh, liked. Quan Chi, I hate his guts. Right? I do. Like Quan Chi just comes with this smug look, and I just want to <laughs> punch him in the face. Ever, ever since I played Sub Zero Mythologies, I just hated him. Uh, Sub Zero Mythologies, I totally have been trying to track down a copy of that game so I can like do a like a joystick with George Classic with it. <laughs> Good luck, because that Good that is a that, bad, that is a bad game. And uh, what else am I playing? Uh, and then I'm I'm going into a little bit of Titan Souls for a joystick with George. Oh, nice, nice. That is a hard game. I, I, that is a hard, hard game. Yeah, I've I've uh, yeah, I thought I almost picked it up yesterday, but uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard it's really fun. I I want to try it. Yeah, and but uh, but I've been playing a lot of Westerado, which is this kind of really cool. Uh, uh, Zelda-ish game that is a western, and you can kill everyone in the game, and the game just kind of says, "All right, just do what you got to do." What's yeah. the so, game? Like, uh, it's Westerado Double Barreled. I did a joysticking with George episode on it. I'm going to watch that. It's a really cool. It's a gunslinging game. It's a game where you can talk to people and then just pull your gun out in the middle of the conversation, and they're like, "Whoa, you want to put that gun away?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "All right, then we're gonna throw down." And <laughs> You get to shootouts in the middle, of, like you know, in, in the middle of towns and stuff, and it's like, oh wait, did I just shoot a story character? And they're like, yeah, you did. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I accidentally, I accidentally shot my uncle, who was a quest giver, because I was, I was, that was me testing. I was like, I wonder if I can shoot. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I shot him, and he died. And then his ghost came back up, and I goes, listen, I forgive you. You still got to look for the murderer of your family. This is where you should. I'm like, he, oh, like he, like you know, he. He did the Jedi ghost, and he was just guiding me through. And he was really forgive me. You know, he forgave me for shooting him in the face. That's awesome. I'm not chip that game out. I can even uh, shoot anybody. Yeah, you literally can shoot and kill everyone in the game. <laughs> There's just no. That's it. I mean, and the game really only takes you about like if you run through it, probably like an hour. But it kind of varies. It could be one to three hours, and you could play as multiple, as different characters. There's a co-op mode in there, which is really cool. Uh, but but yeah, I'm playing a lot of that, and like you said, like it's and you know when we went through earlier in the show, we went through like the list of games coming out. There's really it's gonna be dry for a little while up until you know maybe up until Witcher perhaps. So it's it's a good time to catch up on like these cool little indie titles, which, which and then I, and then spend 400 hours in The Witcher playing that. It was like <laughs> three years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I I can't wait. Like I, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just like oh. I, I, I am one of those guys that is. Enjoy exploring the world, so I might take probably 250 hours to beat the game. I might take two and a half weeks off just to see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna, just gonna, I'm gonna pretend to get like E. coli or something. Be like, nope, can't go to work. Must play video games. But uh, but yeah, you know, I think I think we're gonna call it, guys. We we ran long as usual. Yep. Uh, I want to thank uh, editor in chief Yaris Gutierrez for showing up on the on the Shotcast. Thanks long for having me, guys. Thank you we for were... having me. Yeah, I think the last time we did this was how last time I did this was actually Halloween. Yeah, for the the Halloween episode. And, yeah. Uh, and, wow. And, and, real, and real quick, we should congratulate our guest uh, Jill, uh, on that on that Halloween show, uh, Jill Shar, who's a writer for Tom's Guys, now working at Bungie as a writer. Really. Nice. Yeah, so she, that is she, excellent. Congratulations she, to her! Wow. 
she's working on things that she can't tell me about, which is great to I bug her all the time. Like, hey, what you working on? I goes, ah, you know, oh, you working on a new DLC for Dutton? She's like, shut up. <laughs> That's awesome. So, but yeah, good, wow. good on you. So yeah, I just say if you come on the shotcast, you'll you'll get your dream job. Just just saying, people <laughs> out there watching, say. <laughs> It's not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. Not a coincidence. And again, Ryan Meister, thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you, George. And uh, and 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 me, George Jimenez. Thank you guys. Thank you, George. Thank, thank you, you, George. No, seriously, you're you're a great host, dude. You guys are amazing. I I am a host. I'm, I'm gonna, I would leave it like that. And and George just <laughs> makes fun of me, so there we go. <laughs> Well, it's good to have it's good to have a third person on because I can just kind of like Ryan's just kind of like he catches less crap from me because I have to like enter, <laughs> watch yourself. But uh, but yeah, we'll be sure to talk about more Star Wars next time and drag you in. And uh, I'm gonna see if I can get Joel to come back on. I'm, I'm gonna rotate through the Dual Shocker staff and force them to come on every so often. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, I, I'm again, I'm I, I'm happy to start doing this a little more consistently moving forward. Obviously, yesterday when we're supposed to record had a job situation with performance reviews, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, we, we, we missed on Sunday because Ryan decided to go be a professional guest on Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Sorry. Oh, was yes. like... <laughs> I heard you. I, I saw the episode like upset, like, look at Ryan, they're laughing. That's probably him <laughs> over there. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> Although, I have to say, I mean, I was laughing when they, had a polar, when they had a polar bear with a broken penis that was on the episode. I mean... Oh, yeah, my gosh. Uh, oh, my gosh. But, yeah, uh, hear, hear Ryan laughing on last week tonight on John Oliver yeah. on HBO. I'm promoting it as if you're the actual guest on the show. Yes. But thank you guys for watching and listening, especially people on SoundCloud. Uh, we're working on getting this on iTunes. Uh, apparently, iTunes... There's an issue with iTunes or something. We'll work that out. This will be a, a, a it's an inside baseball talk. We'll have a yars and see what the hell's going on. But uh, again, thank you guys for watching. No T-shirt commercial this week because it's actually not on the site anymore. So yep, nope. As as much Absolutely. as I love doing that T public. Uh, well. <laughs> Sorry, George, for putting you through that. It, it's okay. Uh. We'll 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 find something else for me to plug because I love maybe Mad Cats or Pelican will love to buy advertising space. <laughs> Probably not. Not to not have to listen to this podcast. I know. I'm, I'm sure Guitar Hero and Rock Band 4 will be fine games. <laughs> oh, I'm assuming they will. The peripherals, however. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, we're going to Thank you so much for watching. Uh, Thanks, guys. That, that was us. Goodbye. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Masters of Terracasa was not a bad game. <laughs> okay. <laughs>